Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. Joining us on the line is Jen McLennan. She is a local educator, but also now a local podcaster. Uh, she and her co-host, Dr. Mary Rubio, are hosts of a podcast called Mod Books, Babes, and Barbiturates. It looks at the life of author and Canadian icon Lucy Mont Montgomery through the lens of two women living in the 21st century. Jen, a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. Um, and I just I want to clarify, just before we start, my co-host is, in fact, Stephanie Drummond. Oh, sorry. Um, but that's all right. The reason you know Rubio's name is because she is such an educator herself, and she's um, a doctor, and she's a mod scholar. So ah. we leaned heavily on her work, so that's why that name popped into your head. But thanks for having me on the show. Jen, I wanted to ask you, my first burning question is, mm. um, the, the podcast is called Mod, Books, Babes, and Barbiturates. I cannot think of cute little Anna Green Gables and <laughs> babes and barbiturates in the same sentence. Where does this title come from? No, you can't, John. Thanks for bringing that up. Well, the, the title comes, that's why we, we chose a title like that. Because um, everybody knows Anne, and she is, she's plucky and, and sparky and intelligent. And Maud certainly was intelligent as well and, and plucky. But Maud's life was much deeper um, and even if Anne was, it wasn't communicated the same way. Like it, it's perceived often as a child story, even though reading it as an adult, that is questionable. Um, Maud books, babes and barbiturates. It's yes, it's about her novels, but it's about her journals. Um, we dove into her journals and did extensive research on her life, and they are deeply personal and a bit shocking at times, and sad, so tragic at times, and hilarious. She's quite funny, so. That's the book's part. And Babes, it's yes, it's her love life and uh, her history. It's also her own. We do touch on her family life, her, her babes, her sons. And then Barbiturates being uh, over-the-counter back then meds, and they were deemed poisonous ultimately. But uh, she had some. She had uh, lived with mental um, illness, and so she ended up being also prescribed so many drugs, and she became quite drug-addicted. So it's a relevant story to today. It's interesting, even just uh, listening to uh, your first uh, of six podcasts, I believe, are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Lucy Mont Montgomery, in my mind, it isn't the one that you're talking about. <laughs> it, and, uh, you know, it's interesting because she's so far removed from what I would expect to see of the author of Anna Green Gables. Was Anna Green Gables kind of an outlier for her? Was her stuff normally... Uh, a bit more dark, a bit more deeper? No, I like that question. I, you know, I think that she would have written things that were much darker and deeper um, if she could have. And she did, she touched on it. There's a book that she wrote called Rilla of Ingleside, and it's a World War One novel. And Steph and I argue that this should be on the curriculum almost for studying World War One mm. from a Canadian perspective, from a female perspective. But she also details the battles of World War One in the writing, but it's layered in these stories. Um, and it's not a child story. It, it features war babies. It features, you know, um, there's a, a man who just left his family and never returned. Not because he died, he just left. And it's the struggles that people are having back home um, and then reading about the battles through the news. So she did write some. She She's so, in, like I say, smart and um, funny. And she was frustrated by the fact that she got relegated into the youth author section. But that didn't happen until later. Anna Green Gables was an adult book for many years. It just, when the the reading movement changed when the education boom, they wanted literature for children. They took predominantly female writers and they made all their writing children's lit. 
Uh, she was writing at a time when it was not easy for female writers. No, absolutely not. No, she was a trailblazer. Trailblazer for Camlet and for women. And so she, I mean, it is, it's an against all odds story, which, which is appealing for everybody. And I've had people say that to me, which I like, um, that they didn't even read Anna Green Gables, but her life is quite fascinating for them, even as not being connected to redheaded Anne. Um, <laughs> she, yeah, she was this woman living on PEI um, at the turn of the last century. And she really did, went against all odds and defeated so many obstacles to put her name on the map and put Canada on the map. Anna Green Gables is hugely recognizable now. I mean, it's it's a tourist institution on, on PEI. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it as famous then? Did, would she have lived the life of a of a rich, famous author? Oh, she she uh, parts parts, but she she was a very grounded woman, and she also came to fame later. Mm. So she was thirty eight, I believe, when she wrote Anna Green Gables, and she was getting married. She was engaged at the time, and she ended up marrying a minister and living a minister's wife's life at the same time as being a world-famous author. Wow. So, it, yeah, she wore a lot of hats, and it, it kept her quite grounded in many ways, very much, and she was a hard worker, and she was, she, she would, like I say, she would work as a minister's wife and do all those duties, and at the same time write these books. So she knew she was famous, though. It was coming, she was getting tons of fan mail. She was the breadwinner. She was starting to make a lot of good money um, and writing up more books and so yeah, she knew, and then that's when Green Gables got to, the original Green Gables. Actually, was no longer. They turned another home into the museum we now know. What brought you and Steph Drummond together, and, and specifically together, to do this podcast? We were brought together many moons ago, growing up in Owen Sound. So that, <laughs> that's ancient history. Um, but for this podcast specifically, uh, Steph. So Steph's got a family history in PI, and she's she's got red hair, and that was always a connection, <laughs> even growing up, you know, that was <laughs> her PI-ness. Um, she's deeply bonded with Anne and knows all of her novels very well. And then for myself, my grandmother came from the Georgetown area, and Maud was in Norval for a time. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother had some brush-ups with Maud. That sounds aggressive. It wasn't aggressive. She just observed <laughs> her as a child. Um, so my grandmother had stories for me. And when we found out in 2008 that Maud it was death by suicide. That's the family told the world at that point. It came out in the Global Mail. We were shocked because we'd loved all these novels and we just couldn't put together how the author was struggling to that point that that would happen. So we, I ended up going to the library in Toronto at the time where I was living and I, and I felt like the journals kind of popped it off the shelves at me in a way. And I ended up reading them all, but I called Stephanie first. I read the last one first and then I called her. I said, you know, I found these journals and do you want to read them? And she said, yes, of course. And then we ended up hooking up and saying, well, should we do something about this? And then just over the years, it kind of came to the point that we realized the podcast was a perfect platform for it because you can bring whatever it is that's passionate that you're into out. Episode one is out now. There are five more episodes to come. Yep. Five more to come and they're thematic. How do folks get a hold of these? Where, where can they subscribe to them? So you can subscribe on Apple, like Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on um, Instagram at Maud the Pod, M-A-U-D-T-H-E-P-O-D. And all the information is there as well. 
Mod the Pod. It's Mod, mod Books, Babes, and Barbiturates. Look for Mod the Pod. I subscribe to this. It's fantastic. Uh, I, I know that you're probably going to touch on some, some of the literature in, in some literary talk, but it's mm-hmm. also kind of a just a true life adventure discussion. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's it's not a scholastic kind of thing. It's it's talking about a woman in her life and, and why she's important. And she is. She just, she deserved more noise, mm. different noise. Jen McLennan, thank you so much for being here on Talk of the Town. Thank you, John. Thanks for having me. Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. For more discussions about your community, visit the Talk of the Town page at thepeakfm.com.